Hello, and welcome to Heartfelt Consciousness with my vinyasa practice. My name's Michelle Young, and today we are going to be interviewing Katie Hernandez. Katie Hernandez is one of our faculty members in our yoga therapy program. She also has authored our 95-hour children's yoga certification that is registered with Yoga Alliance. Katie is currently a certified yoga therapist and ERYT 500 with Yoga Alliance, and she is pursuing her Ayurvedic practitioner's license. Today, Katie is going to talk a little bit about her journey with yoga, how it impacted her life, and how it influences her professional endeavors. Let's welcome Katie. Alrighty, we're here with Katie Hernandez. Hey, Katie, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. It's a pleasure. Um, we are going to be finding out a little bit more about Katie's yoga journey. So the first question I'm interested in knowing is, what got you into yoga? Yeah, so I first heard or read about yoga when I was in high school. I was very interested in just Eastern philosophy because it was so different from what I grew up with. Um, I grew up in a small Latin community, uh, went to Catholic school, and was just really uh, enamored with Eastern philosophy and this way of life. Um, back in my hometown in Brownsville, I didn't have access to yoga at that time. So my first kind of experience away from home was getting to go to London for college. And it was like a whole new world opened up to me. And I took my first yoga class and was immediately hooked. Uh, the physicality of the practice really allowed me to feel the sense of uh, being, a sense of space between my thoughts, probably for the first time in my life. Um, and I just remember going home and thinking like, wow, I need, I need to explore this some more. I feel like it's gonna change things for me. And I had no idea how much it would change things. <laughs> right, yeah. Totally. Um, how does yoga fit into your current professional endeavors? Yeah, so yoga kind of took over my whole dang life. Uh, I was at college studying graphic design. And I did have a short career in graphic design before diving deeper into my yoga studies and quickly felt this call for teaching and wanted to explore that. So now I feel really lucky. Uh, I'm really grateful that yoga is what I do. I teach group classes uh, here in studio at my vinyasa practice. Um, I'm also really thankful that I get to support our yoga teacher trainees and yoga therapist trainees as a mentor and as a lecturer on trainings. Um, and then I also have my own private yoga therapy practice. I see clients one-on-one. -on -one. And I also work with a couple of different recovery centers and a local hospital to offer group yoga therapy. That's really cool. I yeah. loved working in clinical settings. That's one of my favorite things to do. Tell me a little bit more about your personal or your private practice, your private yoga therapy practice. 
Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so when I'm working with people one-on-one, -on -one, it's for a host of different reasons. You know, some people come to see me because um, yoga has been really transformational for, for them. And maybe they're going through a more challenging phase of life, uh, perhaps a change in career, uh, moving, change in relationship, or wanting spiritual guidance. Mm. Other folks might come to me for a specific ailment or imbalance that they're working with, whether that's in the physical body, uh, like um, recovering from a muscle tear, you know, something like that. Or it could be something more internal, like digestive distress, stress, trauma, anxiety. Yeah. So, yeah. What I love about working one on one with people is that we can go so much deeper together and in that therapeutic relationship really customize a practice that's going to be supportive for that individual. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, there's so much power in yoga therapy, especially one-on-one -on -one for sure. Um, I, that resonates so much with me. So in what ways does yoga fuel your heartfelt desire? Uh. I mean, I could probably talk for three hours just on that question, uh, but more high level, you know, I feel like my purpose here is really to be a conduit for healing. And what I mean by that is that I am by no means a healer. That's not what I consider myself, but yoga allows me to um, help others find the healer within themselves. That's what yoga did for me. And that's what I feel really passionate about sharing with other people. Um, and I really honestly have to pinch myself like multiple times a week that, dang, I get to do this for a living. Yeah. Like it's, I feel so lucky. It's such a um, great experience to see someone go through transformation uh, maybe to start out in a difficult space and then see how they get empowered by a yoga practice. Absolutely. I think yoga therapy, for me, when I'm working with clients, I tell them it is sort of the initiation into self-realization. Like the more you integrate your practice into every aspect of your being, the more you realize who you are and who other people are, and it like changes the game. Um, so yeah, totally resonates with me. Um, so what do you have going on this summer? What's uh, coming up for you professionally? Uh, I'm so excited. I'm going on my first retreat. I'm co-leading a retreat in Nice with you. I'm yeah. super excited about yes. that. Uh, so we'll be in Nice, France in July. Mm -hmm. And then in August, we're going on a month-long retreat to mm -hmm. India together. Yes. Um, great. yeah, it's going to be transformational. Yeah, absolutely. Is this your first time leading a retreat? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I, every year I, I don't really like to set, um, yearly intentions, but I love to set a theme for mm -hmm. my year. And this year, my word or theme was expansion. Um, and I really feel like these retreats are an opportunity to expand like my teaching skills yeah. too. 
Absolutely. We have one spot left for Nice, if anybody's interested, and one spot left for India. So feel free to reach out if you're interested. And I think those are going to be two really amazing opportunities because they're so different. You know, Nice has a different feel. It's much more intimate. And, you know, India is almost like a pilgrimage. It's a whole month um, and really immersing ourselves in the culture, and the landscape. I think it's going to be really an amazing opportunity for us also, uh, you know, just to grow and to develop more of a connection with our practice. So I completely agree. I just went to India for the very first time this past November and I was only there for two and a half weeks, but that time felt so transformational and kind of like a I came back feeling a little up leveled. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to find out what a month of that could feel like. Yeah. One of the things that I really credit the practice to is maintaining balance, especially in international travel situations. So I'm, I'm excited to put that to the ultimate test with India. I think that's a, <laughs> it's a long trip and it's a, a real cultural, um, you know, like juxtaposition to what we're used to over here. So I'm thrilled. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. Um, all righty. So anything else that you want to share with us? Any Anything that's uh, on your mind right now? I'm just feeling so grateful for the Maya Vinyasa practice community at the moment. I feel really lucky, like the past few days I've kind of been immersed in the MVP community. Um, I just led an intro to Ayurveda series for our teacher trainees and each person is so so special, so engaged. They bring their own unique view of the world and expertise and background. So again, I was just kind of like pinching myself over the weekend, like, wow, I get to spend time with these folks for a living. Um, yeah, feels really good. It is really cool. <laughs> well, and you bring something to uh, our yoga therapy program and our 300 hour that is really unique. You're currently studying Ayurveda, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit more about that, that what that journey has been like. Yeah, I am in part-time grad school studying Ayurveda and integrative medicine at Maharishi International University. And it has been a wild ride. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if anyone out there has gone to grad school or is in the process of going to school, you know, it's a huge time and energy commitment. You really got to use your mind in a different way, at least for me, sure. I do. Um, and what I've been loving about my studies is how applicable it is to my life. So I've been really working on implementing a lot of the teachings I've been learning about, um, you know, waking up at a certain time in the morning, kind of adjusting my daily routine, uh, eating for my constitution. Mm -hmm. So I've gotten to experience the magic of Ayurveda and how, how good it can make you feel uh, in this last year and a half that I've been studying. It makes me even more excited to get to 
you know, one day become an Ayurvedic practitioner and and share that with other people. Well, I heard a lot about that lecture. People loved that lecture. So if you're already in the MVP community, check it out. It's in the learning lab. And if you're not yet part of our community, you know, try one of our courses and see what you think and check out Katie's lecture. There was a great question that I want to touch base on. Um, And I guess it was during a conversation where y'all were talking about, um, you know, the morning cleansing rituals and like waking up in the morning and scraping your tongue and using the restroom and, you know, just really releasing any ama in the body, Mm -hmm. right? Ama is the substance that is like sort of akin to, sometimes it's described as um, undigested food, um, but really like any sort of like uh, waste or byproduct that's in the body. Um, and so part of an Ayurvedic routine is to do cleansing practices before anything else. And a student asked, what about morning sex? <laughs> and I thought that was the funniest thing and so applicable. And you thought it was a great question. And I heard you answered it really, really well. Well, you know, I feel lucky that um, someone else in my cohort in my studies asked this very same question (laughs) um, because it is super applicable. What about morning sex? And the uh, very beautiful answer my teacher gave us was that, you know, in the morning, we are trying to release a lot of that waste, ama, as you just described. And it has this downward energy. In yoga, we call this energy apana, right? And sex has a different kind of energy. Sex, it's invigorating, uplifting, and it's considered more of a pranic activity. In other words, that energy is starting to move upward and is more enlivening. Mm -hmm. So the guidance my teacher gave, which was uh, really helpful, was that morning sex is okay, but make sure that you're complete with all of those elimination processes first Mm -hmm. before you engage in sex or any other pranic activity, because we're going to start to confuse those cycles of energy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's yeah. just a beautiful answer. And I'm hoping that my husband listens to this <laughs> podcast so that we're all on the same page about this, because it's, it's so important to just cleanse the body. And then you go into whatever activity it mm-hmm. is with, you know, a clean, fresh frame of mind, which yes. I think is really important. Yeah. So I loved that question. Are there any teachers or influential people that have like really shaped your perspective and your philosophy on yoga therapy or yoga, teaching yoga, Ayurveda, any of those things? So many. Um, a couple that like are just really dear to my heart and come up for me is first my yoga therapy mentor, Jenny Arona. She's here in Austin. Um, If you haven't heard of her before, you can find her at Corazon Austin Yoga. And she has just been so valuable to me in my healing journey. Something we learn through yoga therapy is that it's important to have your own therapeutic relationship as you're offering that to other people, because you need to maintain your clarity. You need to work on your material You need to have uh, someone who can hold space for you so you can continue to hold space for others. So I'm really grateful for that relationship I have with Jenny. 
Uh, I'm also really loving learning from Vija Manohar on my Ayurveda course. He has been indispensable in sharing so much Ayurvedic wisdom and personal experience and understanding. Um, and then finally, I just want to thank you, Michelle. Honestly, yes, you've been so amazing in just opening up my idea of what a yoga teacher and what a yoga therapist can do. Um, for many yoga teachers and yoga therapists, it can be difficult to begin a career in this. Uh, we love doing it so much. And we also need to be able to support our families and live comfortably. And I just am so in awe of you and the community you've built here. You've really empowered teachers to be able to take on new roles like authoring courses and mentoring and leading trainings. And that means a lot. Well, I just met, thank you so much, Katie, but I just met Jenny the other day and we were talking about this and how important it is for those services to be built into programming. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things that I took away from my training, my relationship with my teacher and all, all of the things that led me here was that students need support outside of like the primary learning environment. So we bring them into trainings and they have questions after that. They, they want to learn more, they wanna deepen their practice. And I think that having someone see you and really see you and hold that space for you is so important. So I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my teacher. And so I just have to say, you know, thank you for your kind words, but yeah, we have to sort of throw it back to, you know, sort of what was modeled for us, you know? And I think that's really important. Well, Katie, it is always just such a treat. I'm so excited about leading with you in Nice and leading with you in India. Um, I know that it will be an opportunity for us to continue to expand. So really building on that word <laughs> for you this year, you know, and just creating more um, space, right? Which I think is part of, you know, the benefits of the practice is realizing that that space really is like, so vast and that there's just so many opportunities so I'm so grateful to share this experience with you me too thank you Michelle oh, thanks so much <laughs> for being here well y'all check out Katie's course she authors our children's yoga certification it is registered with yoga alliance she also has a parent uh, yoga course right that sort of helps parents to facilitate yoga and mindfulness activities with them within the home, excuse me. And um, she is a mentor for our yoga therapy program and she is serving as our um, Ayurveda expert in our yoga therapy program as well. So lots of opportunities to see Katie, uh, hopefully more in the future as we continue to expand south. Um, and yeah, we're just really honored to have you. Thanks Thank so much, you. Katie. If you're interested in learning more about Katie's children's yoga certification, Check it out on our website at www.myvinyasapractice.com. Katie also works one-on-one -on -one with clients in yoga therapy and yogic philosophy. If you're interested in learning more about Katie and perhaps scheduling a one-on-one -on -one with her, check out her website, www.rebelyogi.life.com.